Standoff, the podcast where we put abilities from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is, objectively, the best. My name is Kat, and I use she-her pronouns. My name is Kingdom, and I use he-him. So, in moving stands through the bracket, we're going to be looking at six criteria rated from A to E to help inform our decisions. You've heard them. You've loved them. I hope. Yeah, and they are... Appearance. What does the stand look like? Ability. What that stand do? Versatility. How much can the stand do with the abilities it has? Understandability. How easy it is for me to say what the stand does because my words don't go too good. <laughs> Reference. The names of stands are obviously highly referential to mysticism, mythology, and music. And this category is where we focus on the reference and see how much we like it and how much it relates to the stand. And speaking of how much we like it, x-factor how much we like it the most objective category in the show the best category and it's important to note a couple of things we're going to be looking at stands in a vacuum separate from their stand user though they may come up a little bit for reference and they may come in come round three we all have different tastes in music a lot of jojo's references are music references and respect our taste we respect your tastes and we try to not dunk on stuff too hard yup And we'll be spoiling JoJo's up through chapter 82 of part 8. Dr. Wu is the last stand on our bracket, sadly, because I really like Awaking Three Leaves. It's just not when we made the bracket. This thing's been going on for a long time now. Yeah, we could have fixed it, but we were too... There There was already some struggles in making the bracket. Yeah. Most of them were my fault. No, we we both did a good job, and that good job brought us here today, where we're going to be talking about Yellow Temperance versus Doobie Wah, and Emperor versus Purple Haze. Let's go. Yeah, you want to tell me what Yellow Temperance looks like? I'd be happy to, because this is the one. This is one that I'm not gonna have to like take a sidetrack and be like, oh shit, I'm bad at this. Yellow Temperance is easy as hell. Yellow Temperance is yellow goo. The end. That's it. That's it. That's all. It's a it's a big blobby yellow slash golden kind of goo. It's just goo. It's, it's just, just the blob. It's bad. I'm sorry. It's, it's not bad. It's basic. No, it's basic. No, yeah. Um, A lot of part three stands in the early part, as you may have noticed from Ebony Devil last episode being based off Chucky, are based off horror franchises, and this is based off the blob. Rocky likes movies. Who don't? Yeah, everyone likes movies. And also, um, Yellow Temperance can be seen by non-stand users because it's bound to its user's body. Yeah. What do you give that gooby-gooby appearance? What? Um, sure. Uh, I give it a gooby. A B? Because I was going to give it a C for being basic and average, but it's different. It's the only stand that's just, it's just a blob of goo. That's kind of, that's, I don't know, that's interesting enough, I think. You know what? You're fucking right. I'll come up. I'll come back up from a lower score than that to a B. It's, it's just, it's what killed the robot on Toonami. Yup. It's just <laughs> like, it's the only stand that's like that. So it's not, Rare. it's basic to someone outside, but to someone who is like deep into JoJo shit like we are, it's kind of refreshing just to have something normal. Refreshing is definitely the word for it. Um, were you old enough to watch Toonami when the guy who hosted Toonami got killed by the blob? Uh, was I supposed to be watching it? No. Ah, uh, can I tell you a story? Yeah. About Toonami? Yeah. Um, 
I was really young. I don't know how old. Maybe like four. I I I don't know. I was young enough that uh, I was I was up really late at night watching TV at, past my bedtime. Far it was like one a.m. and I was watching TV and I went to Cartoon Network because hey, Cartoon Network's got the funny shows. What's this guy? And <laughs> or no, it was already on Cartoon Network. I didn't have the way to change the channel. That's part of why it was disturbing. And um, a show was on that I now know was Inuyasha. And there was there was a lot of screaming and fighting, and I went to my mom like crying, so I was scared of it. Damn, scared of the horny wolf anime. <laughs> yeah. Dog? That's my story. Damn, my story is that I saw a very horny episode of Fooly Cooly when I was way too young. <laughs> and also the blob killing the tsunami host traumatized me. Um but yeah. Appearance for Yellow Temperance is a B. Let me tell you what it does. Okay, go for it. So its main its main thing, what the wiki says its main thing is, is assimilation and consumption. So what the blob does is a little piece of it gets onto a person and then it latches onto them and spreads out over their whole body and basically just then subsumes them into the mass to make itself larger. The most notable and memorable thing that Yellow Temperance does, in my opinion, though, is it is able to mimic the appearance of individuals. It covers its user like a suit and allows them to take someone's appearance. It can also mimic stands by separating a bit of itself to take that form. So it, the user mimics Kakyoin in part three, and it's also able to imitate Emerald Motherfucker. It's also able to imitate uh, her Hierophant Green. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and it can take a lot of damage. It's very durable. It can take a lot of hits. It's immune to burning and freezing and other status effects. It's basically impervious as long as its user is alive. And that's it. If you use Will Wisp on it, it won't get burnt. Exactly. If you use Thunder Wave, it won't get, won't, get, it won't get paralyzed. It's like Spirit Tomb in Generation 4. There's nothing super effective against it. Wow. And uh, 5, you, I guess. What'd you give the ability? I give it a B. It's cool. I give it an A, actually, but I give it to a B. It's yeah, no, B makes more sense. It's very you you play this card in defense mode, you know? Right, then, until you're on the ski lift. Yeah, until you're on the ski lift and you drain Jotaro. Yeah. But no, it's ve- it's very good defensively. It's not super strong offensively. It has offensive capabilities, but it doesn't have a ton. It changes right. your appearance is cool too, but that's more versatility. It is, and I think we can move into that if we give it a B for ability. I think yeah. even though it is primarily defensive, it's got enough other... Even though it's primarily defensive, it's got enough other stuff going on to justify a B for versatility, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. It's got... It's got... What's the word? Utility. It's got utility to it. Yes. Which a lot of stands don't have, so it's definitely above C. Yeah, I, I agree with that. How about understandability? understandability i gave a b as well the same i had an a but then i was like when he's mirroring kakyoin he can do the kakyoin voice and it doesn't have a rule that says it does that like num does so that's just weird yeah it's just i mean it goes into his vocal cords nah it's bad (laughs) that yeah i don't want to think about that image it's a b can we talk about can we just mention like we're Apart from the sand users, the dude's name is Rubber Soul. It's a good name. It's a good name. <laughs> I love that name. It's a good name to go with the goo. I love his name. He's Rubber Soul. <sighs> Can, do you have the Temperance Tarot card? I do. I have it open. Nice. Hit me. 
I defined. I defined where on the eyes. Uh, this card indicates that you should learn to bring. What the fuck? This card indicates that you should learn to bring about balance, patience, and moderation in your life. You should take the middle road, avoid extremes, and maintain a sense of calm. It's all about balance and stuff, and I'm not sure if that's super. I don't think it is. I think like Ebony Devil, this one's really got nothing going on. If you want to stretch it, it could be like balance that it consumes your flesh and brings it. I uh, know it did <laughs> no. I I reached, but I I fell. <laughs> do you do you agree with E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And X Factor is a C, I think. Yeah, I have a C too. It's fine. It's in the middle. It's fine. If I could tie in the user, I'd give it higher because I like his name. <laughs> but we're not doing the user, and it's it's kind of it's good. It's it's a good arc, and it's a good fight. It's better than a lot of other part three stuff, but it's still not great. Right. It's still it's still good though. The user does the cherry thing though, you know. Yeah. And in uh, Heritage for the Future, there's. There's, there's a Kakyoing character, and then there's a Yellow Temperance Kakyoing character, which is cool. You need more Kakyoings. Okay, that's Yellow Temperance. Let me tell you what Doobie Wah looks like. Let's go back to part eight. Out of part three, get to the good, good shit. Part, part three's good. Fine. Part eight's interesting. Part eight stands are more interesting. There. True. Yeah, hey, all parts of JoJo's are good. Hot take. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, Dubiwa takes the form of a small tornado with a little human on it. A bit boop boop beep boop. Dubiwa takes the form of a small tornado with a little humanoid inside. The humanoid has two short drooping horns, so they just kind of go down off its face, as well as a short spike jutting out of the lower half of its face, directly below a single mechanical eye. And like... Some other stands, like Kiss that we discussed two episodes ago, like White Snake, it's got similar spikes coming out of its head that look like a crown. And it has those big index fingers like Littlefeet does. It's got, it's got scrapey fingers. It's got scrapey fingers, and it's blue. Yep. Mm. I, I think it's, it's good. It's Tornado Boy. It's Tornado Boy. I think I look at this and I say, yeah, that's a stand. Yeah, that, that's a standoff. That, oh, mm. Ooh, that's a standoff. <laughs> we don't need to think about that. Okay. I, I gave it a C for appearance. You get a C? I thought you would like it more. I, I, I like it more, but I like, you know. I give it a B. I think a B's fine. The twister being included is good. If it was just the creature. Yeah. I think that's rough. But yeah, a B is good for that. Tell me what Doobie Wah does. Doobie Wah do? What Doobie Wah Doobie Wah Okay, so uh, we talked. You mentioned that it's got a tornado going around him. It's a freaking tornado. Uh, it's got the power of a small, small localized tornado, and it's got a lot of powers about wind. Um, and the tornado, the small like vortex, is strong enough to cut flesh and destroy objects. Uh, at least when Doobie was consciously attacking, uh, it can increase its size depending on how much. Uh, how much wind or like air there is in the area, and it's basically sent after people. Like the user gets what is it? A drop of blood? Is that right? You've got it a lot of this wrong. <laughs> what are you talking about? So 
it's well it's when the user touches them but it's not just based off air in the area it comes out when you breathe and the more you breathe the bigger it gets and the only way to make it go away is to hold your breath or to separate yourself from it okay yeah i was going yeah no that's a better way to describe it i was going a different direction but no that's that's easier yeah i mean that's that's explicitly what it is i don't want to like yeah no i i was just uh i was assuming that be- it could do breath or it could do like wind but like as the source but it uses breath a lot because they seal themselves in a place whenever right no the way the way i read it is like he touches you and it starts it's long range automatic and it just pursues you non-stop so it just exists in your breath so then your options are to like suffocate yourself to death or to have it happen that makes sense it's cool i lost something you're good yeah it's 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 good. It's one of the. There's a lot of really powerful automatic chase stands in Part Eight. Yeah, which whips because they make for good arcs. Um, oh, and Doobie Wah can target more than one person at once. It's like mm. if two people get touched, they each get their own little localized twisters. Yeah, uh, I I want to go back. You said it's good. It's I think in Part Eight it can get repetitive. That's fair. It's frequently a character trying to figure out the puzzle and not actual fights, which is fine. Like it's not bad, but just something to note. Fair. Different, different strokes for different folks. What'd you give Doobie Wah ability? An A. I did too. Nice. How about versatility though? I'm just going to say in the future, if, if a stand is basically unstoppable, unless you suffocate yourself, <laughs> you're it's probably getting an A ability. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fair criteria. Uh, versatility, I gave it a C because it just kills people. Oh, okay. I gave it a D because it just kills people. Okay, no, I'll go to D. That's fine. Yeah, it it doesn't do much besides that. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking of versatility and it made me remember that this is where Paisley Park was like, do you want a banana or a flashlight? <laughs> Paisley Park's the best. I cannot wait to talk about Paisley Park. Paisley Park versatility, yes. Versatility, yes. Understandability, I had an A for. I think I'm going to drop that to a B just based off the discussion that we've had on it. Yeah, because I, like like I said, I was going off of the idea that it's like any wind, but it focuses on the breath. But there could be the chance that it's just breath because it's tied to the people it's chasing. Right. B's fine. Yeah, we just don't know. Hey, is that a part four reference? What? Chase? Ch- <gasps> Chase you. That song is uh, fucking awesome. That song does whip. Uh, the opening's a little moody, bluesy for me, but it's it's a good song. Speaking of songs, what do you think about... Wait, did we give our understandability already again? Yeah, we did. Okay, what do you think about the song Doobie Wah by Peter Frampton? I was going to say, speaking of references, um, I can fucking vibe to Doobie Wah by Peter Frampton. I gave it an A. I would put this wow. in a playlist. I would put this in a playlist if I was just like, if I needed to chill and do some homework and not think about music, I would listen to this. I would listen to The Study Girl, <laughs> lo-fi beats to chill and relax to. I vibe too hard to that. Uh, I gave it a C. Okay. Not a fan. I don't think I've ever listened to P- Peter Frampton before this, and I'm probably not going to after. <laughs> Same, but I like the song. Okay. And I gave it an A for X Factor. It's good. I gave it a B for X Factor, because it's I... cool, but it's not super cool this is another case where i'm biased because of something that doesn't have anything to do with the stand but it's in the same arc 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is when Sarugi's like, I made that bus look like my dad. I mean, I think that's the best line in JoJo's. <laughs> Doobie Wild's cool, but it's just like the best synopsis I can give to why it's a B and not an A is it's just blue. You know? <laughs> it's God, just blue. You're so valid, but yellow temperance is just yellow. Yeah, I didn't give that an A either. True. <laughs> Speaking of which, does Doobie Wah suck all the air out of Yellow Temperance and make its users suffocate? Sure, <laughs> if you want to go with that. Yeah, I'm going to have to come up with one of those for all of them. But yeah, Doobie, Doobie Wah wins, yeah? Yeah, Part 8 stands are just generally more interesting than Part 3. Yeah, Part mm, Part 8 is my favorite part. If you go on standoff and you see Part 8 is the best part, send tweet, that was me. Yeah, that was definitely you. If it, Part 7 is the best part, that's me. Because yes. I'm right. <laughs> objective. Let's move on to the next matchup. Oh my god, let's go. Emperor versus Purple Haze. We could talk about Emperor. Yeah, now Kingdom, I did this in a very specific order for a reason. Will you tell me what Emperor looks like? Uh, okay. Actually, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> so I'm going to... I have a screenshot of my notes, and I want you to read through all of my notes. Okay. So we're going to go through all of all of the appearance ability versatility. We're going to go through all that right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Appearance, gun. Ability, gun. Versatility, gun. Understandability, gun. Reference, dad? X-Factor, A. <laughs> now, what's, what, does, what, does, what does dad mean? Uh, Emperor Terror is supposed to be something like a father figure and stability in your life. It has nothing to do with guns, so, dad? Yeah, no, it does say that. Okay, so, to describe it in a little more detail, Emperor is a gun. It looks like a big, fucked-up revolver with some futuristic elements. It's got, like, a big, like, extended, like, the top of the barrel. It's weird. Yeah, it. I saw it described as it looks like a combination of a revolver and an automatic pistol. Yeah, I can see that. It's got... <laughs> um, the, my favorite quote from the wiki is, A metal frame covers the long barrel under which is positioned a cylinder with no apparent use, <laughs> as it is not connected to the barrel. <laughs> and yeah, it's got a big sphere by the hammer. It's, it looks cool. It's a, it's a cool looking gun. I guess. It's a, it's a gun. It's a bee. Sure. <laughs> you basically have the control of this one because I'm not changing my notes. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so the ability, uh, it's just gun, really. Uh, Fun fact, Araki made the Emperor thinking that it'd be cool for a cowboy to have the gun appear in their hand instead of drawing it from a holster. And it is cool. That's a section of the ability. It can summon right into the user's hand. It's invisible to non-stand users, which I will get into, I think, for something else we'll talk about. Um, and it has homing bullets. Whole horse, or the user, can control where the bullets go. Kind of. For the most part. For the most part. He does shoot a bullet through a big pipe and make it go where he needs it to go yeah, when he's it, hanging out with Boingy. It does go around Silver Chariot's sword, which is established to be the speed of light, so, you know. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> It's fine. I give ability an A. That's That works. Yeah, I give versatility an E. It's just a gun. Yeah, it's not much you can do other than have a gun. I do like that when he summons it in his hand, he like it's like spinning a revolver, but it like comes out of his hand. It looks cool. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. Damn, just like revolver ocelot. 
Yeah. No. Okay. Understandability is an A. It's just a gun. It's a gun. <laughs> References in a D, I think. I think that, like, it means that you are in... Let me read the Emperor Tarot cards thing. Do it. This card is suggestive of stability and security in life. You are on top of things and everything is under your control. If your hard work and discipline and self-control have brought you this far, it means that you are in charge of your life now, setting up your own rules and boundaries. So I think it deserves a D because I think that can be construed a bit to be like, hey, whole horse lived and got out from under Dio and is just going to do his own shit now. I also think that that's a good read, that having the emperor be Dio. Um, I also just thought of um, having like that security in your life but relating to how whole horse is always like with a partner he never, he never attacks him on his own he's always a second man oh oh i like that yeah i yeah fuck it let's give it a c let's go let's go and x factors an a it's a it's good it's, it's a gun <laughs> it's not an a because it's a gun guns are bad that's the cat take but it's a because it's funny it's funny and if you ever see an entire horse hold a gun Shut up. Okay. So Emperor is one of the most fucked up stands to just like have to use, I think, because it's just an invisible gun. If Whole Horse wasn't like super horny for Dio, he could just be the world's best assassin. Yeah. And presumably the bullets are invisible too. Yeah. I don't think it outwardly says that, but it's part of the stand. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. It, it didn't fit into anywhere else, but Emperor is cool. Emperor is cool. It's one of my favorite minor antagonist part three stands. Probably (laughs) my favorite. No, Horus exists. I like Horus. There are a lot of minor antagonists in part three. Yeah. So it's like I sound like I'm being overly specific, but I'm not. You're not. And you're right. Horus is good, but we'll get there. Yeah. For now, let me tell you what Purple Haze looks like. Uh, You you tell me what what Emperor looks like. I'm going to tell you what Purple Haze looks like. You can't take this from me. Okay, fine. Take Purple. Uh... Out like on the front 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 end. Of this are we bringing up anything about Purple Haze feedback, the spinoff? No, that's what I thought, and that's what the people gotta know because Purple Haze gets cooler stuff and different stuff in Purple Haze feedback. That's not part of this. Yeah, that probably Patreon content at some point for full transparency. I learned. I, I was. I didn't. I wasn't super interested in reading it, but I learned some stuff about it, and now I'm really interested in reading it. So I'm gonna read it at some point. Anyway, what? But you won't read George Joestar? No, <laughs> George Joestar doesn't exist. Damn true. <laughs> okay, tell me, tell me about this feral child. Purple Haze is a close-range humanoid stand that is similar in height and build to the user, as a lot of close-range humanoid stands are. Uh, its face and body are patterned with horizontal, 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 like diamond patterns, like 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 uh like jester diamond. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Cool. Of alternating shade between white and like fuchsia pink, pink purple, purple haze. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Uh, it has spikes on its shoulders, elbows, and knees, and has spikes on its back, and its appendage. Like it's like kind of shoes and gloves and neck and like appendages sort of are like stitched together like stitched onto each other with like thick rope almost yeah little patchwork uh and its mouth is stitched shut and it has a big helmet with a visor and the top of its helmet looks like a like roman 
gladiator helmet sort of not gladiator i don't know roman like the top the top thing you know centurion maybe yeah sure fucking whatever the roman top thing yeah and the visor kind of curves forward like a beak and something interesting to note is you were right that it has spikes on its back in the manga but in the anime it has a cape instead which is rad too it also has spikes on its back too yeah capes are cool in the anime it's got like spikes going down its spine yeah and and like i mentioned earlier it's fucking feral so it's constantly like drooling and breathing heavily and generally being freaky looking yeah and with its mouth stitched shut it looks even freakier with that going on i love it yeah damn just like Terra kingdom hearts <laughs> i don't think he does that i don't know how you tie this to him at all what and some and some secret of darkness's guardian hurtless how do you tie that to this at- the guard the guardian's mouth is like bandaged shut. Remember the cool scene oh, in yeah. Kingdom Hearts three when he rips it open and he's like, "You're right." Yeah, Kingdom Hearts three spoilers. <laughs> by the way, you you've all listened to Got It memorized. No, you haven't. <laughs> Listen to it. It's a good podcast. Even, look, even though that Discord formed this podcast, doesn't mean that this podcast has literally anything to do with that one. <laughs> You're right. Um, what do you give the appearance though? Uh, a, I love it. It's a strong A. Very strong A. It's real cool. I'm glad it got its spinoff because it deserves more screen time than Part 5 gave it. Yeah, it was too OP. Yeah, and also, like, uh, let's get to ability. Let's get to ability. Yeah, what so... Is, what does it do? It's a very, very powerful close-range stand. It does big, strong punchies. Yup. It has some bulbs on the back of its fist that sometimes they break when it's doing its punchies. Um, And when it does, a flesh-eating virus is released in a short radius around it. Uh, The virus is infects organic life immediately, and an adult human will melt into goo after 30 seconds. It the virus attacks indiscriminately. Even the user is not immune to it. And for added fun, Purple Haze can shoot the bulbs off the back of its hand for a range attack. For added fun, it has this spring action. (laughs) Yeah, and once you're infected, there's no way to be cured, kind of. There's no direct cure, unless you're Giorno. Uh, But the virus... Unless you're the main character. (laughs) Yeah, unless you put a brick in a snake or whatever the fuck happened in the Man (laughs) in the Mirror arc. Um... But yeah, the virus has a very short range and dies very quickly when it's exposed to light. That's it's it. It's real broken. The biggest downside of it is uh, the stand user is not immune to the virus, except in purple haze feedback. But yeah, that's a problem. You are not immune. It's a problem. It is. That's why you can shoot it away, I guess. Um, but it's a good fucking ability. That's an A if I've seen one. Uh, I'd give it a B because you can die from it. Like, you as the user can die very easily. And I think it's described at some point that uh, the user doesn't have, like, full control over what's going on. The stand is just generally really mad all the time. Yeah, and the stand likes to be clean. Like, it drools on itself and it freaks out and, like, has to wipe it off before it can do anything else. It's a little feral creature. It's a little uncontrollable, and if it's uncontrollable and has a incurable flesh-eating virus then maybe not an a maybe bring it a little down b's fine b's fine i have a verse utility um d 
I think it. I think a D because it can shoot the bulbs, but it is the definition of a kill stand. Yeah, it just kills anything and everything. You know, understandability. I think understandability is fine. I like the mm-hmm. they're like bulbs on its knuckles that actually crack open. That's really cool to release the virus. Yeah, it never explains how they replenish themselves, but that's not important. I mean, stands get summoned and whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure there's like a cooldown on it. Yeah. But yeah, an A. A is good for that. What do you think about Purple Haze, the song by Jimi Hendrix? My only comment on it is we vibe, and I gave it an A. It's good. I love... Oh my god. I, I, I talk about how my, my mom is an influence a lot of the songs that we talk about here. This one's my sister. My sister fucking loved Jimi Hendrix growing up, and it's good. Yeah, it's it's a very good song. I, I can bop to this anytime. Did you also give it an A? Yeah, I give it an A too. And that's the whole album. The whole. All right, a little bit of a little bit of Purple Haze feedback because it came up. We talked about manic depression before in a different episode. In the, uh, what do you call it? What's 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 Tonio's stand? Oh, when we talked about Pearl Jam, yeah, Pearl Jam, yeah. Because the main antagonist of Purple Haze feedback is Tonio's brother and has manic depression which is like the the antithesis of pearl jam and in the album that purple haze is in are you experienced by Jimi hendrix the first song is purple haze and the second song which is the which is manic depression which is the main antagonist protagonist antagonist right there yeah that whips that's cool as hell yeah i'm a, I'm a fan of it it's definitely an a yeah and x factor is a b what? I give it a B. I like it. It's a little too feral for my tastes. I think it's cool as hell. But we're I give it an A. We're allowed to th- have different thoughts on X Factor. Even though yours is wrong, that's <laughs> fine. You're allowed to have that. Thank you. We're all allowed to be wrong sometimes. 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 I think mm, I think Purple Haze beats Emperor though. You think? If I had to pick between the two, Emperor to my head, I would pick Purple Haze. (laughs) No, you're right. Purple Haze is cool as hell. Yeah, Purple Haze shoots a virus bulb at Whole Horse and he melts and just his hat is left. Hold on, I want to look at different reference images because it might just be that one. Hold up. Hmm? No, it's just that one. The one image of Purple Haze from from the anime, him got... Huge feet. <laughs> no, no, we can't talk about more feet. Oh shit! <laughs> Look, it's just re- his feet are real long. It looks weird. We can't talk about more feet. The second Highway Star episode is coming out the week we record this. So we can't summon this energy back into the world. They're twice the size of his head. I love Kingdom Hearts. D- yep, big feet in that one. I'm linking this image. D- yep. Audio podcast, but I'm showing Kat. <laughs> oh, they are. Tell me I'm not wrong. They're huge. You're not wrong. That's just bad foreshortening. That's why. That's why I wanted to make sure it was just that image and not all of them. Okay, that would be bad. That would make appearance the D. <laughs> yeah. D for dang. He's a stand and he's got toes. Okay, purple hate speed. Dang, him. how long them toes though? <laughs> Okay, fuck this podcast. Purple Haze beats Emperor. <laughs> Doobie Wah beats Yellow Temperance. 
close all the tabs. We're done. We're out of here. Pack it up, boys. We actually lie on what we're about to say. Since our next episode falls on Christmas Day, we're going to be uploading a special episode like we did for Halloween where we discuss villains, villainous characters, rather, from Christmas movies. And we will be announcing the bracket for that in the uh, couple of days before it comes out, like we did for the Halloween episode. What we're about to say is our matchups for the episode two weeks from now on January 1st. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me. So that's the end of the episode. As is traditional at the last episode of every recording session we do, I need to fumble to open up the challenge tab so I can say what the matchups for next episode are. Oh, I have it open if you want. I can just say it. Yeah, can you hit them? I can hit them. The first matchup for next episode is Adam Hart Father versus C. Moon. Ooh. What do you think about that one? I've got a good... I think I know how it's going to go. Oh, God. Oh, ew, And the next ew, one, ew. after that, is even better for next episode. Yo-Yo Ma versus Dr. Wu. That's the nastiest possible matchup that this what? podcast could have got. Oh, I'm so hyped. Okay, that'll be challenging emotionally. Oh, there's some good stands coming up. As yeah. if there aren't fucking good stands all the time. Because all the stands. There are. There's never an episode without a banger of a stand. I don't think. I don't think. Don't, don't, don't look that up. Yeah, don't, don't fact check us. But Kingdom? What's up? Do you want people to find you on the internet? Uh, sure. Uh, on Twitter at Tech. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> spicy. I choked on my tongue. That was really weird. Uh, on Twitter at Tech Young Kingdom, T A C H Y O N Kingdom. Um, that's it. Follow me. And where are you? Yeah, you Share can find with the people. You can find me on Twitter at Real Katsune Miku. That's like Real Hatsune Miku, but with a K instead of an H. And you can find our show on Twitter at Standoff Podcast. There is a link to our Discord where we talk with our fans and to our Patreon where you can donate to us to get episodes a couple days early and monthly bonus episodes. It's just a dollar. It's, yeah, or more if you want, you know. Or more if you want, but, I mean, it's just a dollar for another episode a month. That's value. That's all I'm saying is value. <laughs> that is value. That's content. Um, Can I, I, I want to point something. I don't want to, like, count the chickens before they hatch, but mm-hmm. by the time this is coming out, we've almost definitely crossed a thousand listens, which is kind of nuts. Yeah, that whips. Hey, thank you all for listening to Standoff. We might. Well, I mean, have done something. Whatever that'd be in the past. Now I don't know. Join the Discord. It would if we did something. It'd probably be in the Discord, and it would have been fun. And it'll there'll be more stuff in the future. And the Discord's fun. Yeah. And if you want to talk to us, if you want to give feedback or anything, but you don't want to like join a public forum, you can email us at standoffpod at gmail dot com, or you can leave us an iTunes review with your thoughts. I think that's it. Yeah. Y'all are cool. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. I second that. And yeah, that's the end of the episode. So thank you all for listening. And as always, until next time, stand stand proud. proud.